online. Buzz.bournemouth.ac.uk For Bournemouth and beyond, this is Buzz. Coming up this afternoon, we bring you a preview of the weekend football, the Cherries' latest, the new Christchurch manager, as well as your international sports roundup. Welcome back to the Dorset Daily Sportscast, brought to you by Buzz News. I'm your host, Connor Dunmore, joined by Tom Arno, who has today's Bournemouth roundup. Thank you, Connor. Brilliant news for AFC Bournemouth fans today as Dominic Solanke has won the Premier League Player of the Month award. The 26-year-old striker netted six goals in December, including a hat-trick in a 3-2 win against Nottingham Forest. There's no denying he's been vital for the Cherries this season, Connor. With the Euros just around the corner, does he make your England squad? Um, I'm unsure, really, because obviously ahead of him, he has the arguably the best player in the world in Harry Kane. Um, Callum Wilson, who's always injured, but uh, he's also can get into a good bit of form and Southgate has shown he will give him appearances and Eddie and Katie has made appearances this season but if he carries on he definitely could pip those two to uh, a place in the squad and of course you've got Ollie Watkins as well You can't forget you've got Ivan Tony coming back from his band very very soon and he might be signing for a big club as well so maybe that big club bias gets him a bit more of a reputation with the England team yeah, definitely. But I think if uh, Dom carries on the way he is going, I mean, he's the third uh, joint third top scorer in the Premier League and he will he will get his place in that squad and be going to the Euros this summer. He's definitely shown he's got what it takes. Also, Cherries manager Andoni Areola lost out on the Manager of the Month award for December to Aston Villa boss Unai Emery. Also this weekend, AFC Bournemouth women will play their first game of 2024 when they host third place Swindon Town. Second place Bournemouth currently have a seven-point advantage over Swindon, having played two fewer games, but will be looking to extend that gap this weekend. The Chairs will also look to extend their 100% win record in the league to 10 games this Sunday to remain hot on the toes of league leaders Exeter City in a thrilling battle for the league title and the only promotion place. We had the opportunity to speak to Cherries player Olivia Bendito about her thoughts ahead of this weekend's game. I think both games against Swindon, when we played them um, in the FA Cup, they were both narrow, tough games. Um, they're a very strong side. Um, so yeah, I mean, we're working hard this week. We know what um, we know what to do against them. We know what they're going to do against us. So I think it's performing on the day and doing what the manager wants us to do. Catch the full interview with Olivia and much more on the Friday Sports Buzz. In other Cherries news, Bournemouth development faced off against the Cardiff City reserve side at 1pm today. Over to reporter Dan Palmer with the latest. Here at New Cuthbury, the game has just finished and Bournemouth have run out 3-2 winners in a feisty affair. Bournemouth centre-back Ben Winterburn opened the scoring for the Cherries, heading home from the second phase of a corner in the 16th minute. Cardiff's best chance of the first half came in the 35th minute when Joel Colwell won a penalty for Cardiff. The same man stepped up to take it, but Cameron Plain, who has been superb all season for Bournemouth, pulled off a brilliant diving save to his right-hand side. Cardiff hit the post in the 41st minute and then did manage to equalise just after the second half began. It was Bournemouth who retook the lead in the 70th minute. Daniel Adjuajay doing what Cardiff couldn't do in converting a penalty for the hosts. Cardiff thought they'd salvaged a point in the 81st minute as they drew the scores level at 2-2, but Bournemouth captain Ben Greenwood was having none of it as he scored an 83rd minute winner for the Cherries as they take all three points and are now top of the Development League table. That's your Cherries Roundup for Friday. In more local football, we found out yesterday that Christchurch Town had parted ways with their manager. I must ask our local football reporter, Alex, have they found a replacement yet? Certainly seems like they have, with a familiar face returning to the club, Fauzi Sadie. The news just comes a day after Nathan Brown resigned from his post, meaning Sadie is the third manager for Christchurch this season. Christchurch are currently 18th in the Wessex Premier Division, nine points clear of Limington Town, who sit in the only relegation spot. We have an exclusive interview with new Christchurch manager Fauzi Sadi, who hopes to get the players enjoying their football again. 
the main reason why I uh, came up for the turf tomorrow at Christchurch is just mainly to get the uh, the boys playing again, enjoying it. Um, also, I believe with my coaching capabilities, I can improve them hopefully technically, tactically and physically, um, which then hopefully would um, would make a difference in um, in getting some positive results from now to the end of the season. Uh, but the main thing is just getting the desire, um, the hunger back, um, determination, as such, and getting the boys to um, to enjoy playing their football again. That's um, that's the biggest focus at the moment, and also the biggest thing for me is the social corner. Um, it's goes get those boys bonding um, on the pitch um, as well as off the pitch. I think that's important. It goes a long way. Um, yeah, in terms of the hopes for the rest of the season, uh, maybe finish in a better position to where we are now, uh, and then hopefully build, start to build from now for next season. Uh, I.e., start planning now for pre-season um, because uh, planning earlier at this standard would make such a, a difference. Into the EFL now, as Portsmouth and Southampton will have tough games against strugglers Leon Orient and Sheffield Wednesday this weekend. Former Saints assistant Danny Roll returns to St Mary's as as Wednesday manager and his side are in good form ahead of the game. Pompey will want to extend the gap at the top of League One whilst the Saints look to close the gap on Ipswich in automatic places. Today also sees the return of the Premier League with a huge game in the bottom three. 18th place Burnley will host 19th place Luton Town at 7.45 tonight with the side separated by just four points. Claret's manager Vincent Company comes into the game full of optimism. In a game against Luton, we can get results, just like we felt we could get something against Aston Villa and we felt like we could get something against um, the other teams we've played. We, I think we're in a frame of mind where that's also looked likely, but we have to make it happen. In a game against Luton, we can get results, just like we felt we could get something against Aston Villa and we felt like we could get something against um, the other teams we've played. We, I think we're in a frame of mind where that's also looked likely, but we have to make it happen. Luton boss Rob Edwards had plenty of praise for Burnley, however feels his side is up for the challenge. This is a really difficult game and we've got to look to perform well in it, otherwise we've got no chance. Because Burnley can, and they have, they've hurt a lot, you know, bigger and better teams than us. But I think, yeah, I think they're ready. I think they're ready to show, um, to show people that we can compete against anyone. Tonight's game is the first of five Premier League fixtures taking place this weekend, with the West London derby between Chelsea and Fulham taking place at Stamford Bridge on Saturday before Newcastle take on Manchester City. The final two fixtures take place on Sunday when High Fly and Aston Villa travel to Everton before Tottenham Hotspur make the trip to Old Trafford to face Manchester United, a game where marquee signing Timo Werner is expected to make his Spurs debut. Coming to you now, we have this weekend's non-league football previews, starting with Tier 7. Dorchester Town take a trip to north-west London to face fellow relegation strugglers Harrow Borough. Two points separate the two sides as Dorchester sit 20th place on 19 points, with Harrow Borough two points behind on 17. Three points for either side could be crucial in the hopes to stay up this season. In Tier 8 now, in the Southern Premier League South, High Fly and Wimborne take a trip to Bath to face 13th place Larkhall. A win for Wimborne would take them five points clear of second-place Cribs, who would have a game in hand. To the 10th tier of English football in the Wessex Premier Division, locally we have Blackfield and Langley facing AFC Porchester. Bournemouth Poppies host Androver New Street. Christchurch welcome AFC Stoneham. 
Shaftesbury take a trip to Hyven Dibden and Sherborne host Brockenhurst. In the Wessex League Division 1, locally we have Ringwood Town taking a trip to Fleetwind, Fleetlands, New Milton Town travel to Tooton and Ealing, and Verwood Town host East Cowes Victoria. Thank you, Alex. The first game of AFCON gets underway tomorrow evening. As two-time champions Ivory Coast take on Guinea-Bissau, the match will take place at Alassane Utara Stadium in Abidjan at 8 o'clock UK time. AFC Bournemouth midfielder Hamed Traore will be hoping to make an appearance in, in the game, but it's expected to start from the bench. A little over a year after hosting their first ever World Cup, Qatar returns to the spotlight as host of the AFC Asian Cup and will get the ball rolling this afternoon when they take on Lebanon at 4pm UK time. Portsmouth striker Cassini Yengi will be hoping to make an impression as Australia take on India tomorrow at 11.30 UK time. Tennis expert Bronwyn Ashley Jones previews the Australian Open. Thanks, Connor. This Sunday, the 2024 Australian Open gets underway as first Grand Slam of the year. Novak Djokovic returns to Melbourne defend- to defend his title. Tennis expert Bronwyn Ashley Jones previews the Australian Open. Connor, this Sunday, the 2024 Australian Open gets on the way as the first Grand Slam of the year. Novak Djokovic returns to Melbourne to defend his title as he's hoping to collect a calendar Grand Slam a feat only achieved twice in history, as well as going for gold in the Paris Olympics this summer. Jack Draper becomes the seventh Brit on the Australian lineup after qualifying earlier today. He joins Andy Murray on Sunday in the opening men's matches, while Jodie Burridge holds it down for the women. 2021 US Open champion Emma Raducanu makes her Grand Slam return on Monday after going through wrist and ankle surgery last year. That's it with the tennis for now. Tom has the rest of the sports roundup. Thank you, Bron. With the cricket now, Yorkshire Chief Executive Stephen Vaughan says the cricket club faces administration if the table takeover deal isn't voted through by members. Concerns have been raised due to former chairman Colin Graves leading the consortium involved. Graves was chairman of the club when they were found to be institutionally racist. Without this deal, and I want to be clear, none of this continues. All of the assurances that we're getting from Colling and uh, the team coming in, uh, the ECB in terms of a governance uh, overview, should give us all the confidence that should the members ratify it, that this is the right thing for Yorkshire cricket. In Mexico, Paul resident Sam Bird heads into his 10th season in Formula E, making his debut with Neon McLaren after spending the last three years with Jaguar. The 2024 calendar will see Sam race over 17 rounds, making it the most intense season to date. Questions circulate around the 11-time race winner's move. Can McLaren help Sam achieve his dreams of coming home a champion at 36 years old? Tonight also sees the return of American football with this year's NFL wildcard weekend getting underway. The Houston Texans kick off the round hosting the Cleveland Browns in the first of six wildcard fixtures. Current champions Kansas City Chiefs will travel to Miami to face the Dolphins at 1am on Sunday morning, with every side looking to make it all the way to the Super Bowl, which is now less than a month away. Thanks, Tom. That's all from us at Buzz News. Tune in again on Monday for your daily Dorset podcast.